Hey friends, thank you so much for joining us for another installment of Up and to the Right. I am Crystal Manu and today you are in for a treat. Pastor Rodney is sitting down with Miss Amy Moffat. Now, some of you may not be familiar with Amy. She's not a person that you'll see a lot on stage or on camera, but let me tell you, she is highly instrumental to the work that goes on here at North Church. She serves as our Director of Administration and Finance. And if you've ever been able to sit around Amy for a little bit or have a conversation with her, you'll know one thing. She is passionate about God's Word. I have benefited from her passion as I have learned from her, especially through what we call INSOM. You might be wondering, what is INSOM? That stands for North School of Ministry. She is the director over this program, which is a 10-month program where you're able to dive deeper into the Word of God, also be able to strengthen your leadership ability. So whether that's leadership at the church or at home or on your job, she has been able to come up with the curriculum along with other leaders of the church and really pour that passion into others. So just get ready. You are in for a wonderful treat. So again, I am so excited to introduce my friend and my mentor, Miss Amy Moffitt. Crystal, thank you so very much for that introduction. And um, again, it's great to have uh, sat down with Amy Moffitt. Amy, you are loved and adored around here. And tell us a little bit about you and your family. Okay, I am, am Amy Moffitt, and I'm married to Wally Moffitt, and we have six children and one grandson, Brooks. Yay! It's been fun to watch you as a family. you got a beautiful family and you are blessed. Yes. So Amy, tell us a little bit about your journey here at North Church on staff. Okay. I came to North Church in 2009 and uh, I call it my season on the bench. I had been in ministry for a long time and God called me away from that for a season. So I came and attended. It was a great year of healing for me and my family and um, eventually started feeling called back to serving. Uh, my very first service was for a vacation Bible school here at North Church, and that was super fun. And um, then I think people started understanding who I was and were like, hey, what's your story? And so I started sharing a little bit, and I actually started working here 10 years ago this January. I uh, Just stop, that is incredible, <laughs> applause. And uh, it's been a wonderful journey for, yes. I know for us. Yes, it has. So I was uh, working part-time here. I answered the phone. That was my first job here. And I was going to school full-time, raising my boys by myself. And uh, I was full-time student and had another part-time job at a physical therapy office. And work, work, work while going to school. I went, got close to graduating. And uh, Pastor Yu and Clint asked me if I would consider staying on here in a full-time capacity as the director of finance and administration. And that's where I am still to this day. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for first just showing up at North and the Holy Spirit leading you here. Yes. And so I think, you know, God too for that. But then also just your willingness to serve, yeah. uh, giving of yourself and the excellence with which you do ministry now. Thank you. And I know it's a joy and it takes a load off of me. Yes. Thank you. I'm glad. So I'm really looking forward to our conversation with Amy. We got some more to come, but I want to talk about, matter of fact, I want to talk it over. One of our new sections we have, and I want you just to simply... Uh, listen to what we have coming 
down the road. So let's talk it over. Uh, we've got our frontline volunteer, our frontline heroes that we are actually taking care of um, this next week. And so it is really exciting that we as a church get to lead the way in generosity sure. in our city and learning that we're not, you know, uh, consumers, we are contributors. Mm -hmm. And so Amy, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what excites you about the frontline heroes and what we're getting, to, we're getting to do? Well, this is near and dear to my heart because my husband is a nurse. And so I know the level, um, the pressure that they're under. I also um, recently was able to go into a COVID floor um, for personal reasons. My, my dad was actually on the floor and I saw firsthand what the nurses are dealing with every day, all day long. And my heart just goes out to them. They are under so much incredible pressure. And so for us to be able to do just something to brighten their day, even as small as it is, it's just a gift. And I, I love that we get to participate in serving our yeah. frontline heroes. Yeah, no, I, I'm, ex I'm excited that we get to do this. And so we really have like 1,200 uh, frontline heroes that we're going to be taking care of. And um, what does that involve when we say taking care of? What are we doing? So we have uh, bags that um, I think we only have about 100 left. So yeah. we, we're getting it together. But we have bags and we're just asking our people to take that bag and fill it with some goodies, whether that's a Starbucks card or a snack or whatever they feel might, be, might brighten that nurse's or frontline hero's day and just fill the bag and bring it back. They get to write a personal note and then we're going to take care of delivering them. Yeah, I think Shannon... Shannon loves the shopping. Uh -huh. She loves going out and buying the stuff. So she went out and she bought and filled the gift bags, but she asked me to write the notes, uh -huh. which I enjoy writing the notes. And so I think I had 25 of them. I filled them out and just yeah. simply showed, you know, wrote them my thank you, appreciation for how they serve yeah. um, our community and let them know that we're praying for them today. It's just such a great encouragement to let them know they're not alone. Absolutely. So I want to say thank you to everybody out there who is, um, a part of this and uh, who is leading the way in generosity because it is making a difference. Mm -hmm. It's going to encourage somebody and hopefully just help them get through another day, another week, another month right. and realize the value of what they do. So, uh, Amy, let me just go back to you a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about one of your passions, which is the Bible, yes. which is a very good thing to be passionate about and studying the Bible. Where did this come from? I think... Uh, my passion for studying the Bible um, is, is just the way I was brought up. I was brought up learning about the Bible. You know, back in the old days, we had this thing called Sunday school where we learned all the books and what the, story, the major stories were. And, uh, and my dad, who was uh, the greatest explainer of the word I've ever heard, and he was so passionate about what was in the word. And so I discovered for myself that you know, the things that we're passionate about, we spend time doing. Yes. And so I, I knew that if I was going to be passionate, have even a tenth of the passion that my dad had for the word, I was going to have to spend some energy and time in the word, understanding it. And it's just, I mean, it's just packed full of great things. I mean, you just think about, I can think of so many verses um, from the Old Testament to the New Testament that just come to my mind about why we should be in the word, you know, all scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness so that we might be found effective. 
That's huge. Mm. And then the Old Testament in Joshua, in between those two verses about be strong and courageous, it says, put those words in our heart. Let them always be on our lips. Meditate on them day and night. And if we follow these instructions, we'll be prosperous and successful. Who doesn't want to be prosperous and successful? I mean, it's all in there. There's gem after gem of scripture that tell me why I should be in that word. And just discovering the little things. It's just amazing. Oh, I can feel the passion coming from you right now. That excitement for God's word. Yes. And I hope, I hope that the people listening right now, it, it, it will trigger something in them to want yeah. to be passionate about God's word. Yeah. And, and you mentioned about your dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, he... Uh, passionate, maybe an understatement. He <laughs> was, true. there was such a zeal that burned inside of yes. him for God's word. And talk about him a little bit more because I know he actually taught classes here at North Church for yes, several years. He did. And that was our theology class. And actually we invited sometimes with our North School of Ministry, but the theology class he taught. And so talk to us a little bit more about him. Yeah. He was an amazing explainer. He could speak to a baby new believer and to the smartest theologian you could ever meet and they would both hear the same thing and understand he um he spent all of his time studying i i many a day i would go over to visit mom and dad and he'd be sitting at his desk with his feet up and his laptop in and his dragon which was his translator that he wore and and talked and um just diving in he could see things and i believe some of that was the Holy Spirit revealing, but some of it was just that hunger and and drive to yes. to solve, to to investigate, to detect what was in there. I loved in theology, in our theology class, he taught Old Testament. And I don't know why people aren't passionate about the Old Testament because it's so packed with great truths and stories and the law. And he could make it come alive like nobody else. He, um, you know, in his passing, we have been able to get into his computers and find material out the wazoo. There is content like you cannot believe, but it's just, it's been fun for me just to dive in and see all the things that, that he's taught or that was going through his mind or that he was writing those days that I was over there and I never knew. And now I get to see. Yeah. Most people might not realize that, um, he actually, Nick Harris pastored a first church, downtown Oklahoma city, mm-hmm. um, for a number of years how many years 23 23 years and was actually the person who was uh pastoring there when the uh, memorial bombing happened yeah in 1995 and so he led the church and ultimately led the community as because he was kind of the the spiritual face of the community at that time because Mm -hmm. that the church was heavily damaged Mm -hmm. and uh, he was right there in the middle of all of that and so he has just God gave him a platform and that he had the word of God in him that it was always coming out, mm-hmm. which just inspired me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this about your own personal mm-hmm. um, study time. What does that look like? Well, one day my pastor, you, challenged me to read the Bible through the year, the whole Bible in a year and to tweet something every day that we had learned in that reading. And I, as a receiver of challenges, took it on. (laughs) And um, it began a habit in me where I would get up in the morning and I would read the scripture and I would open the word and look and say, okay, God, if I'm going to share something on a social media platform, it's got to be relevant. So, you know, you get into Leviticus 
numbers and you're like, oh, there's no way there's going to be anything to share with anyone. But there was every single day God would like hone in on one scripture and I would share it. Well, that became a discipline. And I, I still to this day tweet every morning, I tweet a scripture out from whatever I'm, whatever reading plan I'm in. Um, I think it's really important when we read the word to not just be reading words, but really allow the Holy Spirit to reveal what he wants us to see. And I, I just look for key words like um, in, in that scripture, uh, all things are, insp- all scripture is inspired by the word of God. So that, so then I hone in on that word. So that, where else is so that found? It's found everywhere. Yes. It's this principle, so that he's revealing his promises from his principles. And so I just dig in. I, I read supporting books. I have devotional books that I read. I am a highlighter. I'm a circler. I'm an underliner. I'm a write it down so I don't forget it. Um, but that, that's kind of my discipline. It's morning time. And then if I'm preparing to teach something, then I spend more time throughout the week on that particular topic. But I really like that morning time when I just allow him to share with me what he wants me to see that day. And that's a great way to start your day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're starting your day looking into God's word. And I, I know for me, Amy, I, I just every day, the first thing I go to is God's word. Be careful not to pick up your phone and get into, you know, media stuff, uh, Facebook and Instagram and, but just going right to God's word. Yeah. And so every day, the first thing I do is go right to God's word, mm-hmm. reflect. I usually reflect on what I actually was reading the day before or the days before something that I've, and then I actually write something from the old Testament and the new Testament yeah. every single day. Uh, that I will send out on Facebook for other people. But I go first to God's word. And then at the end of the day, I try to stop and reflect again on God's word. Yes. And let it be the last thing. And I feel like for me, it does something just refreshing in my own mind when the last thing I do is God's word and the first thing I do is God's word. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about when we're talking about learning. Mm -hmm. uh, One way that people can learn is the North School of Ministry. Yes. So I... It's five years. Yes. Uh, this year will be the fifth year of uh, North School of Ministry. And I remember early on talking to Pastor Clint about it, and then Pastor Clint having some ideas, and then you guys began to talk about it, and then we, we got going with it. Tell us a little bit about North School of Ministry, how it is a platform to learn. Absolutely. It is designed for anyone that wants to go to the next level of leadership, whether that's in ministry, whether that's in school, whether that's in their family or their career. Um, it's an opportunity to gather with other people who are like-minded, who want to go up and to the right, who want to develop those leadership skills. Um, the, the atmosphere is so unique. It is a group of people who come together to better themselves together. So you'll be put in a cohort with other leaders around you and it's a 10 month program it's pretty intensive it's 10 months and you you see these relationships and these life skills develop in a beautiful way there's amazing teaching amazing books um testimonials it's it's a great place to grow so the books are not are are some of those are secular books Mm -hmm. and some of those are sacred books correct Uh, so some of those are books that are strictly focused on god's word yes and then some of those are not any so what are one of those books that uh, is, is a, a secular book? Um, seven Habits. Seven Habits. I'm a highly effective person. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's a big challenging one. It's a one. big chunk. Yes, it is. It, it's it a is. make or for break sure. for some people. For sure. For sure. And then they've got some spiritual books like The Tale of Three Kings yes. um, by Edwards, which is just a very short, easy book to read, but it will 
it will challenge you in regards to spiritual authority. Yeah, it will for sure. So if you're interested in that, I know that they can simply go online. Absolutely. North.church slash school. All right. Amy, it has been wonderful to sit down with you and to hear about your passion to learn. And obviously that being first focused on God's word. Yes. And so thank you so very much. And North Church, I'm glad that you joined us today. And I hope that you'll join us again next week for Up and to the Right. <music>